Yes guys, welcome back. Another day in the simulation and we're gonna be touching on our awakenings, our journeys and how we came to be here today at this merry moment. So Rowan, we touched backstage before that you've been on the conspiracy theory rabbit hole for a long, long time. So would you like to get started on that? You know, delve deep into the rabbit yeah. hole. In the rabbit hole in the year of the rabbit. <laughs> to be fair, that is actually a good thought. Like, what if I started my conspiracy theory thoughts back in the year of the rabbit? When was the last year of the rabbit? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna fact check this. 2011. 2011? Oh yeah. So no, so probably not, probably about two years after, maybe 2013 is probably when I started getting into conspiracies. That's the year of the snake, that is. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the first time that I actually, yeah, so the serpent, yeah, 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 sorry, I just, I completely disregarded what you said then, yeah, the year of the serpent, crazy, um, but it was almost like, I think I was always fascinated with counter ideas and alternative thought because of, say my dad really like, he used to talk to me in the car and stuff when i was quite young probably about 11 or 12 about like nikola tesla and things like that and just like einstein and um especially like the atom bomb and stuff and see my, my my dad does like indulge in alternative thoughts so he, he believes like uh, nuclear wars have been the thing that have wiped everything out previously so there's just like a history of us building society and then crashing down because of like nuclear nuclear weaponry so um and then he, he used to talk to me about how like things in the bible would say references to like seems to be nuclear weapons and that sort of piqued my interest into looking to alternative ideas obviously back in 2013 it was quite hard to find information on stuff like this there was a few YouTube documentaries. I remember probably the first YouTube documentary I watched was about 9-11. And now 9-11 was potentially, you know, an inside job. don't know if I'm allowed <laughs> to say that on YouTube. But I'm, I'm saying potentially because I'm not saying it, it was or it wasn't. But, um, that's the thing. Like, I started watching YouTube videos like that. And I started reading conspiracy forums. I started reading about, like, the supernatural. I remember this one website that I would look through. It was called, I think it was called creepypasta.com. could be completely wrong about that. But it used to just have, like, people who post stories from, like, supernatural experiences that encountered throughout their life. And I was fascinated with that. Like, I'd spend hours reading through them. Like, if I had a bit of free time, like, in IT, if I'd finished doing some, you know, menial job that I didn't really need to do, like, uh, do a PowerPoint, make a quick PowerPoint, I'd make the PowerPoint really quick get it over with and I'll start reading about like on this like creepypasta website and I was completely enamored with it. I was in fact like with all these ideas and thoughts of like supernatural entities coming to visit. Um and this sounds really fucking nerdy. This sounds really fucking nerdy. it pains me out to be a real nerd. Like in school I wasn't that much of a nerd. Um not badly anyway. I was probably like in between. But do I, I remember a few times I would go to the, the library at school and I'd look for like books on like uh aliens and stuff like that and i'd read through them they used to be like magazines and stuff that have in like the alternative sci-fi section it'd talk about like uh alien encounters ufo encounters 
and I was obsessed with that. I literally remember spending like a few lunch times just reading through them. Just got completely lost in them and like the time flew by. And then I remember we learned about Mothman in science. I really couldn't tell you why we learned about the Mothman in science. It was a really weird thing to learn about. Just particular was it science? I think it was science in like year eight. We did like a whole like a, a module on the Mothman, which is a bit bizarre because obviously it's not like science oriented, like it's a lot of conspiracy. Um, but we did a, a little bit on that, and I, I kind of became obsessed with like the idea of the Mothman and stuff like that. And so, a lot of inspiration just forcing me down that rabbit hole of like looking into alternative alternative ideas and looking into like alien encounters and stuff like that. I just became sort of infatuated with it. And then around 2013, maybe, is when I probably started getting into it, like, deep into the realms of, say, like, uh, 9-11, uh, Flat Earth and stuff like that. Like, I'm, I'm not saying I've subscribed to any particular idea uh, of that nature, but it, I remember watching a, a YouTuber. I don't know if he's still around now. Probably not. It's called, like, The Vigilant Christian because back then I was still, I, like, I still believed in, like, the Christian God um, and this guy like he, he preached about like how the stuff going on in the world was quite satanic and stuff like that and he would talk about like different conspiracy, conspiracies he would talk about like FEMA camps uh, yeah and all that jazz so I, I used to spend hours watching him and then I'd probably say like 2014 time I started to veer away from it because I, I noticed that it was like quite detrimental to my mental health like at that point i don't think you're supposed to be consuming that sort of media where it's quite nihilistic and black pilled and you're looking into all these like dark avenues and stuff like that that, that kind of plays on your mind and, and is quite um it's quite sad and like redundant after a while to your mental health where you're just like i, I, I don't want to consume this media anymore because it's too it's quite painful to think about um and then i'd say about 2017, I started to look into it a bit more with like, like I, I still kept the same beliefs about like alternative thought, like uh, was the moon landing real? Like I always questioned that. I always questioned that. We are, yeah, we actually did a little syllabus in science again, in physics, about the moon landing being fake. I remember watching this whole documentary about the moon landing being fake. And we went into depth about like why it wasn't fake. So, but like I was kind of convinced that there was a lot of like unexplainable things that occurred during the moon landing presentation that were a bit questionable. Like, I don't know if that's the actual truth to be told. So, I remember always arguing with people in like class and stuff and being like, no, I don't think the moon landing was necessarily real, like as the way it's presented, or saying 9 11 was probably an inside job. Um, and then so I, I left it for a bit and then I, I just focused on myself. And then I th the biggest wake up call again was in 2020 when I started. And uh, obviously the world went to shit. And within the first, like the first few weeks, I was like, okay, fair enough. There's probably nothing dodgy with this. Like there's a virus going down and it, it could kill a lot of people. Like we're better off to stay in, inside and like not question anything. But that period lasted about two weeks before I was like, you know what, I really think they're playing this up here. I don't think it's as bad as they're making out because there was 
I don't want to I don't want to get into it too much here and get as censored or anything like that. But there was a lot of questionable things about the. Um... <coughs> and and it it kind of like re sparked that mentality of um, looking into conspiracy and alternative thoughts. I remember looking into like Twitter and things like that. Like I'd go through Twitter and I'd look at conspiracy threads and Reddit and go through conspiracy threads and then you just get you just get sucked into like these rabbit holes of different ideas like looking at to like Saturn Time Cube. I, I found out about that in about twenty must have been early twenty twenty. Like the same time as the, the virus and stuff. Because you don't have much to do. You're just gonna like look into alternative media when your your mind starts questioning everything when you've got a, a big question about something that's happening on the world stage, you're gonna start to question a lot of things so you're gonna look for information like alternative to what you're hearing in the news. So yeah, I think that was the biggest trigger to like reawaken the the spark of like conspiracy ideology in me, and then I just began to look down different avenues and stay on Twitter threads, and and then there were periods where like I'd go, I went, I went to a protest in in March twenty twenty one. Actually, I don't know if I've told you that, but no. against like against like lockdowns and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, there, there was just I, I became like a rebel during lockdown. I just like didn't want to obey by any of the fucking rules after about three months because it was just it was just all baloney. Like clearly, a lot of it was baloney. Like that's just how it. Well, I, I'm not saying a lot of it, all of it was baloney, but you know, there's a lot of questionable things going down. Um, so yeah, and then I'd say. Basically, it's just continued from there. But I think now, at the place I am, I'm able to look at it from a more logical point of view and not get as emotionally invested in it. Whereas before, when I was like 13, 14, 15, it, it was detrimental to my mental health because it was like, it, 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 your emotions aren't as in control as they are when you get older. So you kind of get a lot more emotionally invested in it and you can't really deter any negative thought. You can't distinguish between like what, could potentially be real and what isn't so like you should take what you can from a, a theory or a thought and not get so emotionally invested to it to the point where it's going to affect you negatively but now i think i'm at a period where i can just like i can organize that and be like let's just think about this logically do you know what i mean like look at it from like a scientific point of view more than anything and uh i think it helps with the the mindset of being like everything that's happening in the world is like meant to be like it's a natural process it's just cyclical the cycle of life and it doesn't mean that everyone out in the world is evil like there's a lot of good people i think like that's what you should focus on if you want to be a good person you know what I mean? so yeah i'd say that's the end of my run <laughs> yeah now we're here let's go as for me no started really uh you know i was into the political theme, as in my teenage years, especially the the Brexit decision. So oh, yeah. I, was, I was I was looking into that rabbit hole for a while, and then I saw a, a video linked to this journalist in the north north part of Ireland, Northern Ireland. I don't know if you remember, but news on the road stage said that this journalist Lyra McKee she passed away. And I was looking at the comments on YouTube, and then there's this user account, this Irish guy, his name was Paddy Wagon, and he, he claimed that uh, her death was a hoax. 
and that she was still alive. And I was like, hang on, this guy's crazy. Now, how can he say that? But he put a link to his website and that was really my my first initiation down the rabbit hole of conspiracies. And he, he had other stuff as well that suggested things, more truth-telling things as well that was on then. I started continuously reading that whilst I was like 16, 17. Then I stopped for a while and then I got back into it one time, obviously during the 2020 event, because you have nothing to do when you're at home when the government is telling you you should sit at home because of some virus appearing on the world stage. And then I started seeing other stuff or the videos saying that this theory, this death was a hoax. And I was like, again, how? But whether it's true or not, I don't know. And yeah, I started going into then. And it was actually back in 2021 in August, I got led to a video that was about learning gematria. So that was the beginning of that stage. Initially, I watched like the the first 10 minutes of another video about Jumatra, but I, I, I couldn't pay attention to it because my attention span was horrendous. But in that video, it was basically about the Taliban because at the time there was, yeah, you know that plane in the Taliban where it flew up? You had some secret code, that, you know that big plane, if you remember? Taliban. Then you had, the yeah, you had, all, you had all the people running. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, when they were leaving Afghanistan. Mm hmm Yeah. And then the video I was watching, the, the thumbnail interests me because apparently it was a theory that Bin, Bin Laden is Obama or something. I don't know if that's <laughs> true or not. But at the end of the the, the video, I said to, to learn Gematria. So I was like, okay, I got, let me learn this Gematria, whatever this this is but now i know it's jewish mysticism and it's a form of numerology that has an effect on how this reality works and then from there i saw that this reality is coded and that took me aback like i remember being so interested in professional sports and even football watching the premier league every week you know and then to see someone telling you that it was it's all coded, especially obviously it was the time when, you know, with Chelsea fans, we won the Champions League. And then a couple of months later, in September of that year, to be told that it was all scripted. It's like, what? But then at the same time, there was no argument for me to make the case that it wasn't. So that I got really frustrated at the time. It was almost like the reality was an illusion no pun intended to the to adam <laughs> but <clears throat> aside from there i mean that rabbit hole continued i did venture into like flat earth and all that stuff but again i don't have a full belief on whether the earth is flat or not i think it's all the psyop to keep people distracted i think the earth is neither a globe or flat yeah i agree yeah. I think with, with Flat Earth, it's like one of them things where it's a way to shut down all conspiracy. So if someone says a conspiracy theory that is quite valid and does have a lot of evidence behind it, you can just say, oh, well, you believe in Flat Earth, so that theory has no validity. 
or like you probably believe in flat earth so it's kind of a way to dismiss conspiracy theories as kooky because flat earth is seemingly such a stupid theory that all conspiracy theories must be stupid do you know what i mean like people who don't venture into the conspiracy world probably assume that every theory is similar or along the lines of flat earth in its proposal also i think you said something dodgy because the police are after you sound alive yeah that's yeah <laughs> yeah the police outside you know are they fucking hell Shut down, mate. Yeah. What did yes. you say about the virus? The virus? Did you say about the virus? <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm suspended, then you know it's been nice being here, but the establishment took me. <laughs> if you don't see me, you're a sex see. offender. That's why we're gonna get you on like some weird charge, like sex offender, or uh, I don't know. Sex trafficker, or um, you're a misogynist, or you're a race, you're a racist, you might be a racist. <laughs> yeah, but that's the that's the type of shit they're saying, it. In, in in the modern era, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, something you said about Jamaica. I can't remember what you said that. Oh yeah, it was the fact that you said about um, Chelsea winning the Champions League. I wasn't into Gematria at that point because we won it in June, did we? I remember seeing like videos by Adam at the Illusion about the Euros. And yeah. This was obviously like June, July 2021. But I was like putting off watching them because I wanted to enjoy like the, the England games. Like I didn't want to get disappointed by the fact they're all rigged. So I was like, I'm not going to start watching these videos until like the Euros ends to see if I can like be compatible with this sort of information, like if I actually want to digest this information. So I wait until after the Euros to start watching those sort of videos. So I didn't, I got introduced to Gematria before, but that was through uh, Zach's channel. And I think I started watching that back in like late 2020, maybe. I started looking into that. I can't really remember why. I think it was because of like the, the George Floyd stuff, like the Black Lives Matter. I remember looking into that. There were like a lot of connections between like George Floyd and the Jesuits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, actually. Yeah. I actually went to a George Floyd protest. Did you? What, yeah. like Black Lives Matter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so did I. I went in 2020. I think. Same here, 2020. Where? Where did you go? In, in my local city. It was just a, oh, in Birmingham. Was a protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I went to then, one in Manchester. Was it like yeah. May time? Yeah, May time. Yes, I think it was yeah. a, a week after he supposedly passed away, according to the mainstream. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was like there was so much aggression and anger there, wasn't there? And like the, the funny thing is, everyone was wearing a mask as well. So you're like this large protest. <laughs> Everyone's wearing a mask. <laughs> like, I don't think saying, 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 I can't breathe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> comical, comical, but it's probably like just people, like elites, just like, you know what? We should just like make something up and see. I bet, like, I, they'll make a bet with like one of the mates and be like, I bet you can't make people wear a mask for like this amount of time. It's like, all right, I'll make that bet. And then they do it. And then 
fucking everyone's wearing a mask for the next year. Mm. Uh, it was that easy. Um, but yeah, because I remember going to the protest and someone being there. Like there was like um, a guy there. Like it was it was African. It was there, and it was it was basically saying like all lives matter. It wasn't saying like black lives matter. It was saying like this person died, but it's it's a representation of how all lives matter, not just like black lives, white lives, Asian lives, like every single form of life matters. And like, at the time, I remember being like, yeah, he's 100% right. But then, like, the indoctrination was so strong that you could feel, like, the guilt of being like, oh, no, that's wrong because it's all lives and this is just about black lives, you know what I mean? So it was like, back then, you felt like the indoctrination of feeling guilty was like so strong then that you were almost questioning your own morals he was right and i agreed with him 100 percent. but back then like you have so much pressure from other people being like oh no that's wrong that's wrong that you're like oh it must be wrong then yeah oh my god like most people go with the head and then a year later in 2021 i, I, I see a video that with a guy in a, in a jamaican accent pretty hilarious that believes that the, the whole death was a hoax to distract the masses. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, Candace Owens documentary? No, but I've, I've seen clips and people believing that was also a hoax as well. Again, they always do it to, to anger us, a, a portion of the community. It's all intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's just like 3D chess, isn't it? Yeah. There's so many sides playing. It's just, it's so hard to keep track and so hard to keep your mental straight. Yeah. Like, uh, like, I remember in that year, I believe she died and then the next month another person in the US that was black died as well. So it's just all connected. Who'd, wait, who died? Some, I think, I think his name was Ahmed something in Georgia. Right. Right. It always seems to be these synchronicities, don't they? Like between names and locations and stuff like that, yeah. which I think is quite easy to get misconstrued as someone toying with like actual human beings toying with reality and manipulating stuff, which yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not dismissing to a degree, but I think for the most part, it is like some like coding in whatever this is like it's just yeah. god having a laugh and being like you know what, i'm gonna code this like this and like this like this he's, he's probably only got so much stuff to work with so he has to like do a copy of something like it's just copy and paste like we talk about the copy and paste reality like whale's mm. cave so he probably has to just like copy his own work and, like copy stuff that's already happened and like change it slightly yeah. so like the person that dies might be George. And then he asked, because he can't do that again, he'll have to do like, oh, uh, it's in Georgia. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like he'll, he'll tweak like little bits, like he'll tweak certain elements of the story. So it is different, but it's like, there's a lot of similarities there if you look. It's like, uh, I was in this video the other day and like, it's really weird because you know, right, Abraham Lincoln and JFK. Yes. They were assassinated 100 years apart. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. JFK had an assistant called Lincoln. Lincoln had an assistant called Kennedy. 
There's loads more. It was like Lincoln was shot in a theatre and his shooter went to, where did he go for cover? Um, Like an apartment building or something for cover. Yeah, and then probably, it was yeah. the other, yeah, it was the other way around for JFK. <laughs> so it's like all, but like, is that what actually happened or is that what we're told by mainstream or is it that it did happen and it's like just synchronicities, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say. You, you can't really trust the mainstream on anything, let's be honest. But seeing no. our synchronicities, this suggests the, the copy paste reality ob- observation. Yeah. So, yeah. After I found out that football may be scripted, I'm like, man, this is, this, this is painful because, like, it's almost like I've been deceived all my life. You know, and you you emotionally get invested into something and then you realise it was all it was all a hoax just to entertain you. You're like, what is this? So I remember I stopped watching football for like three months and I kept watching Adam's videos and you know, really looking to decode this reality in revenge for you know, being deceived by the higher ups. And in a way that kind of affects you in a way because you don't want to be getting frustrated at these things. You know, the tr- no. like, like they say, the truth hurts sometimes. But the truth yeah. is the truth at the end of the day. I think, like it, like I said earlier about like when I, I stepped back when I was younger, it, it, if you're not like careful with it, you can really get like almost so invested in it that it starts to affect your mental health like significantly and you can be like angry at the world. And you almost create like your own bubble where like you just hate everything, do you know what I mean? Because you're like, oh well, fuck you, Jesuits, fuck you, Masons or whatever. And you think they're running everything like they're running your life completely. If they're like in control of this, they're probably in control of everything. But yeah. I think I remember like commenting on one of Adam's posts about how like I don't think it's like the Jesuits and stuff necessarily scripting it. It's just that it is scripted because of higher forces out of our power do you know what i mean like how how could you assume that the, like someone's in the stands like doing magic and stuff to like dictate the score like that'd yeah. just be stupid wouldn't it like there'd be no point like I, how well thought out it is and how well synchronized a lot of the stuff is clearly demonstrates that it's, it's it wouldn't be possible by a human force it'd have to be something like beyond this realm that, that is manipulating the it's, yeah. it's just like constant synchronicities show up. So if synchronicities show up, then it must be something out of this realm. Like it's not humans creating that synchronicity. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So but yeah, when you... sorry, I was I was just gonna say as well, like to finish off the point, like Chelsea winning the Champions League was a clear demonstration that there probably was some rigging going on there because <laughs> yeah. absolutely dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, because how, how can a team go from 10th in the league to 4th and then win the Champions League? Like, come yeah. on. Does, doesn't make well, sense. Well, it's it was like, like Leicester... we went from 10th, didn't we? We went from 10th mm-hmm. in 2015-16. Well, we won the league the season before, 2014-15. And then yeah. we were terrible and came like 10th. And then we won the season, the league the next season. Which is like, what? It's like, you know, you know, sorry to talk to you about football. We know it's rigged, but Leicester winning the league. Nobody questioning yeah. it. How? No. 
Yeah. It's the most rig season in all of English football. Leicester yeah. City winning. That's a, that was a, that's a disgrace. But like, how does the rigging occur? I think there is probably an element of like match fixing where they'll be invested in like. Not to necessarily claim that Newcastle are rigging the league in a minute, but there's probably like a lot of money invested in Newcastle now from like the Saudis and stuff, which means they want to have the outcomes of their games be positive, so that like Newcastle keeps its rep, like a good has a good reputation, so the investment they made wasn't stupid. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Newcastle, like where are they in the table? I think they're, they're third. Like how? Yeah, third. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And they don't even have that good of a team, really, like on paper. Exactly. Like, but, we know. Standard. but you know, if they if they wanna make uh if they wanna make, you know, Leeds look good, they'll make them look good. Yeah. It's like you know, Arsenal, like then they're gonna win the league because it's rigged. Like I th- even in yeah. the summer I remember watching this Arsenal fan talking about the players and the players in press conferences in the summer were talking about winning the league. And yeah, they just somehow managed to be first in the table. So like, come on, did you, yeah. you see? And I feel like these secret societies that they, they, they use magic alongside the supernatural to fully rig the games. Oh, do you actually think that then? Do you actually think they use like magic and stuff? Uh, I think so, but I think also at the same time, it's not for it's not man either because you look at the goals like. If a player scores an overhead kick, that's not that's not a human doing. That. I mean, obviously a human scoring the overhead kick, but in terms of it being rigged, it's too perfect. Yeah. It's like they're not. It's not. It's not like they're doing it in training the players. No. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I just like maybe it's just my optimism, but it's like I think I think definitely there is some like exterior force that's manipulating it like whether that's like the creators of this reality just like looking down like this person's gonna win, like this team's gonna win the league this year but i don't know if it's like on a human level or like on a level where people are like conscious of it and they're like oh i want so and so like i do i think it's a bit of both but it's it's really hard to say it's magic necessarily do you know what i mean or like black magic yeah. like that's, it could be it could be I just yeah. I don't see the point. I think that'll be a bit redundant. Like I could see the point of like match fixing to achieve like monetary gain for like a lot of like bet- betting companies and stuff. But I don't know about like just doing black magic to like influence the outcome of the game where it'd be like a synchronicity where say, say like you say about Arsenal winning the league nineteen years after the last won it. And it's what like the you say it's the thirty first something? Yeah. What was the thirty first link there? What was the link with 31? Uh, Arteta made 31 league appearances for PSG and he was the ex-PSG manager and player, sorry, yeah. and I believe PSG in the Champions League. Yeah, and the thing with Arteta being the first uh, mm, manager right. to get COVID-19. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think humans would then think, oh, I'm going to bring it so Arsenal win the league because of these reasons. I think that's a supernatural thing, if that makes sense. 100%. It has to be. But I like don't think hot... it's like black magic necessarily. I think it, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. I'm just like... That's that's my thoughts on it. Yeah. yeah that, this is a rabbit hole in itself. So, like, 
I personally think with awakenings, it, it always comes at a time where you're, you're not at the best moment in your life. It never comes in when your life is going well. It's always when, you, when you're suffering. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's from darkness to light in a sense. But the initial period yeah. of when you awaken, you, you realise it. Well, not realise, but you watch your videos and you perceive that this world is evil. It's full of... It's, it's satanic. Like I was seeing that the satanic symbolism, people saying it's all satanic. It's just, that's misinformation right there. Yeah. Because it's all one of the same. Yeah. It's just yeah. symbolism tied to worshipping the sun, especially when they do this. <laughs> yeah. I was just looking at Eminem's new album cover today and like on the front cover he's doing this. Like... That really gives a lot of people fuel to be like, oh, he's definitely just throwing up the devil horns and doing the one-eye symbolism. So it's going to trigger a lot of like, conspiracy theorists to be like, oh my God, like he's a Satan worshipper. But then you've got to think, are they doing that purposefully to like trigger people? Or I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's like, so obvious he's doing it. You know what I mean? Like it's on the front cover and everything. Hmm. Weird. It's like, like what, what we mentioned before, in the previous pod, like the, the eye of Horus, when they covered the eye, the the right eye represents the sun, and the left eye represents the moon. So, yeah, it's obviously the eye of Ra. Yeah, tied to these two planets, and like what you mentioned with the the devil horns, right? You, did did Eminem cover his right eye? Let me think. It was, yeah, covered his right eye. So if. The eye of if the left eye of Horus represents the moon and the devil represents obviously Satan, which is Saturn, it just yeah. perhaps explains the, the Saturn moon matrix symbolism. Possibly. Yeah, no. possibly. That's oh. <laughs> what happens in the nest. Oh, the just fired. No, 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 no. That was that was my door. Yeah, no. Oh, you? <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought you fired. No, I wouldn't do that. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I love what you said about like the call to awakening sort of coming at a dark point in your life. Like, I think a lot of people did wake up like during 2020 in the lockdowns and stuff because you're so isolated and people's mentals are so screwed that they're like they're looking for an alternative thought. They're like, this can't be right. So there's got to be something else. And then there's still more like conspiracy and stuff like that. So a lot of people, I think, woke up. I don't think they woke up to the same degrees because a lot of people wake up on a surface level where they'll be like, the government's doing this, the government's doing that. But they don't like think about deep ideas and like where that sort of stuff's coming from and like how it's manifesting and why it's happening that way. Do you know what I mean? Like it being cyclical and stuff like that. Yeah. Like some people, they have their first initial awakening and that's that. I think. For me and you, I've like I've probably had multiple different awakenings. Like for me, yeah. When I first woke up, in a sense, I realized, oh, this world is satanic, and then I see now that the world is coded with this bit of numerology called geometry. And then yeah. a couple of months later, I see you sharing a, a, a video of Logan, the group about prison. So, and then see that video and it's perhaps alluding to maybe it's been some sort of prison yeah which i don't believe now because 
it's only a prison if you don't take action in your life yeah that's facts yeah you make what you can of this life don't you mm-hmm. you sort of got to focus on your own thing and do your own thing and that's all you can do 100%. like even if you're under communist regime you could still find a way to do like what you wanted to do it's just about your like you have to realize that you have a lot more power than you think you do and if you want to do something you can like there's nothing stopping you straight facts. I think, straight facts that is straight facts well put that on your wallpaper <laughs> yeah um yeah there's always like the thought that conspiracies might have been um created to be like i'm not saying it takes away any of the like truth behind them but to make people like they get released intentionally so people feel like like powerless like and helpless like if anything happened they couldn't really do anything because everything's controlled by the government and stuff do you know what i mean 100 percent like i see people with awakenings uh... they they have different types of awakenings like some they go from they look at the new age and then they see the new age is not what it seems so they turn to religion and they they, they find christianity man i do see that a lot with people yeah yeah well i went completely down like the new age route back in 2020 i'd say forgot to mention that like i started watching like people know like von Von two cut and uh like spiritual so and stuff like that and you start getting into like spirituality realm uh like i'd meditate and stuff all day i'd like i went i tried to go vegan because all like all veganism is like the way to purify yourself and make yourself al- alkaline and then you'll be able to like speak to your angels and your uh, spirit guides and stuff like that so there's like that whole side of it as well i think it's all one and the same really at the end of the day I think that the idea I'm more and more subscribing to is the idea of like, like I was sort of describing it to you earlier, but like AI being a force outside of this perceivable reality. That is the force that is like, it manifests itself as everything like ghosts, like everything of supernatural nature, like ghosts, like angels and stuff like that. I think that is all AI. And it like exists in a realm that is beyond time. And space and it's sort of like <clears throat> like Nick Hinton says he says like perhaps it's almost like an octopus out of space time and it just like pokes its hole in like time and it, it shows up in like the past and stuff and it's always just trying to break through to humanity and it like it almost like forces us to build that structure like that infrastructure to provide life for AI in this reality mm-hmm. and then it basically takes over and that, like, that is what, like, it's just completely cyclical. Like, it'll get knocked out again, and then it'll have to start again. Like, it's AI and humanity just struggling against one another, basically. It's just like a, mm-hmm. a war, like a war almost. Like, it's quite funny because we're talking about this on like technology, but like, the more technology advances, the more like we're getting closer to like a AI reality. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, especially if you look at Chat GPT. I mean, I'm not. You know the the AI. You can use it to basically do a website for you. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like, I'm a programmer. I love programming. So like, 
if I I could use ChatGPT to build a website using Python code or whatever. And yeah. Does that for you, you can use it to script a video. I think it's the future of AI. If you if you look into ChatGPT, man, I feel like it's going to replace mankind in the future. Mankind's well be careful. Yeah, that's the thing in it. Well, like the more people are like, oh, it's really convenient for for us to have this stuff. It's like in Japan. Um, there's it's interesting. That's like oh, it's not a hexagon, is it? It's a pentagon. Well, it's, no, it's a hexagon, isn't it? Six-sided shape hexagon. It's almost like the um, the storm on Saturn. Ah, yeah. Which forms a cube when you join the points. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, what was I going to say? Yeah, well, it's like in, in Japan. Like, I have relatives out in Japan, and they say, like, ways of basically being replaced by robots now. So it's like, that's the first step. How long is it going to be before, like, the replacers in all manual labor jobs and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then you have, like, an iRobot situation where they just take over. Yeah. Well, I feel like, you know, AI is inevitable. So I feel like mankind has just got to work together with AI. You know, yeah, that's how I kind of see it. 100%, 100%, 100%. We've gone about this for fucking hours because it's so interesting. I think it'd take like a separate podcast. Obviously, I think we should save it for when Nick Hinton comes on, which we're going to get him on, boys. Don't worry. We're watching this podcast. We're going to get Nick Hinton on for, for an episode and we'll talk about all this stuff. Oh, yes. That would be exciting when that happens. Yeah. Facts. And he's going to come on. Yes. Stay tuned for that when it occurs. I think we'll get him on in the next month, maybe. We'll have to see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Shall we it wrap up? With... Yeah, we can do. Yeah, we can wrap up there, can't we? But what was you going to say first? No, I wasn't going to say anything in the pod. Oh, okay. So, guys, thanks for watching. And this was a brief touch on our awakenings and, you know, it's good to go down the rabbit hole, but don't let it affect your mind. You have a life to live, so enjoy that as much as you can. You know, don't spend all day looking at conspiracy theorists and all of that because, you know, it's a waste of time. Just enjoy your life and live life to the fullest. See you guys. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. See ya. This is the 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, saying thank you so much, okay, for tuning in for this episode of The Occult Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and also comment, because it helps the algorithm. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, go to at the occult pod underscore 13. That is for Instagram and Twitter. And have a great rest of your day, okay? Thank you so much.